Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians. Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior. And Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities. Searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. Technical difficulties was pretty much the entire podcast last week. We just had a really rough time, and then by the time we finally got the final product out, we were so pissed off that it was terrible, so I apologize for that. I really apologize. Well, it just knocked us all (laughs) off our game is what happened. It just... Yes, because we had to start over... Three times. Three times. Twice. Yeah, we we started completely over after almost being done. It was, yeah. Well, that just goes to show you how how it can really get under your skin. Yes. I have a technical difficulties story to tell. Well, do tell. Okay, well, last week I went and I bought wireless headphones because, you know, I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I usually just buy like the $5 cheapy. And then they break. Podcast, or right, ear earpods or earbuds sorry and so I spent the money got the wireless and I'm listening to my book today and it's audio and it's on overdrive so and all of a sudden it's like a different voice comes on and I thought it was saying a name I thought it was saying like Madeline something or and I'm like what the hell is going on why is something talking in my ear and in a different voice I'm like okay well I even rewound it and listened to it, and it did it again. <laughs> and then the third time that it happened, I figured out that it was saying low battery. It's because my wireless headphones were almost dead. <laughs> Madeline. Who is Madeline? Yes. Like, Somebody's speaking Madeline. to me. Madeline. <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. But I'm sitting in my house all by myself. The only thing's on it is my headphones. So you panic. And I'm like, I'm sitting there playing solitaire on my phone, listening to my book, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Madeline? <Madeline's- laughs> I thought it was saying, like, you could have seen her face just now. It was awesome. <laughs> so. That's funny. But we have- now I know it is low. It means I need to charge it. We do have another guest in the studio today. Yay! Yay. Hi, Taryn. Hi. We are very pleased to have Taryn from the, what's the exact, the Wild Wake Up? The Wild Wake Up. Yep. From the Wild Wake Up show from Wild 104.9, our sister in books. Yes, and we had the other person on from. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had Mike, her Mike. partner. Right. Yes. And he, he actually came in the studio day before yesterday and said, no, no, it was yesterday, and said, okay, I'm ready. Can I come on this weekend? I said, no. <laughs> Kick him out. Mm-mm. Sorry, you can't come this weekend because the spot is already taken. <laughs> he was like, probably Ooh. offended. <gasps> Huffing and puffing. We're, we're on demand. Yeah. And Kelly was a little bent, too. She was like, well, what do you mean you got somebody else? <laughs> I'm butthurt. Man, this is a popular spot. It All it of is. a sudden, Hang out. we are the it crowd over we here. We are. It's because we start trends. We started the reading trend. We did, and that's, that was the whole point. Yes. This is a good trend to be on. I love reading. It is. It, like, broadens my mind. It's mm-hmm. the best. 
absolutely positively the most awesome est. Speaking of trends, by the way, Emma Watson, who, you know, does her own book club for feminism. And we know you yes. love her. Yes. Yes. Who I'm also in love with. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a little girl she's crush gonna on her. She's going to be my girl, best, my best friend You'd one probably day. do her, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I don't know. But anyways, for <laughs> feminism. Let me make Nicole blush. <laughs> Second guess. Let's like, rewind. For international... Uh, Women's Day, she was hiding books in New York City. Or like In the for, subway. I saw in the her subway. pictures. Nope, that's a different one. She <gasps> This time she did it on um, like statues all over like Central Park and like <gasps> women's statues. And then literally, and it wasn't just one book. She had tons of books. If I had a lot of money, that would be me. I would be handing out books everywhere. Because she did the subway one first. And that was for, it. that was in December, I believe. And that was for whatever I don't remember. It was Maya Angelou. I don't remember. I just remember seeing a picture of her reaching up and putting mm-hmm. something up on the subway panel thing. How is she so amazing? Like I she don't know. literally well, ceases she grew to amaze up me. in the most amazing atmosphere. Think about it. I mean, she was just a kid when she did the first Harry Potter movie. I, know. I would what, literally eight years pay old to something? help her, like okay. I, and work for her. Can I, I just would. tell you a little secret? <laughs> My dream was to go to Brown University, and I was an RA in college, and so I know I would have been an RA there too. She lived in student housing at yeah. Brown University, mm-hmm. and I would have been there. So no salty. way. So salty. You should have gone. <laughs> I know. Because then, then we would have been having this conversation. You'd be like, oh, yeah, she was in my dorm. Uh, you know, oh, she's yeah, my I best friend. Her. I roomed with her. No big deal. No. <laughs> oh, she snores. No. <laughs> she drools in her sleep. <laughs> she has really disgusting habits. I don't believe I'm okay that. with that. I don't that. believe it either, actually. No, she's probably like, I don't perfect care. in every she way. She needs to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my proposal to her. Not to anything weird. Just oh, no, I want to be on, your best you friend. You did say proposal. Proposal for Propose best, best friendship. Friend. Yeah. You like have literally. a best friend soulmate. Like, I will oh, help works. you write your speech for the UN. Like, I don't know. No. I just want to do something with you. Hire me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> teach me your way. Ask her if she has a dog and then... Tell her that you'll follow the dog around and scoop its poop. I'll be her puppy sitter. Did you see her on Ellen? She was hiring a nanny for herself. Like she was, you know, spoofing The Bachelor with Corinne having the nanny. Oh, it was priceless. Absolutely hilarious. I just saw a little bit, like a little clip of it. I didn't see the whole thing. It was good. She played along pretty well. That was way off topic. Sorry, guys. Okay. You know, I'm fine Does with that. Does it ever matter it's if Emma Watson. <laughs> Most of the show is off topic. You're kidding me? <laughs> it's kind of on topic. It's Emma Watson from Harry Potter. Harry Potter's a novel. So there you and go. Beauty and, the Beast, and Beauty and the Beast, guys. Yeah. See? And Blue- Beauty and the Beast was a short story to mm-hmm. begin with. And they just uh, released a new copy of the story yeah. with and, the new cover. And awesome. Be- uh, Belle's a librarian. Ooh, there's another connection. Love See? it. There you go. She's my favorite princess. Loves books. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it all fits together. It's almost <laughs> like, dude, everything is connected. It is. All right. So I suppose we really should get on and talk about some books. Yes, and I'm not going first this time because last time I went first, and I think I jinxed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else has to go first. Well, Do I need to bite the bullet? I can do if it. If you'd like to bite the bullet, Taryn, you, I just love it how she's like, yes, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm so ready, go. ready, guys. I read this book in a matter of probably 24 hours, but over the last two and a half days. And it was absolutely um, pleasantly surprising. <laughs> okay. So first, give us title and artist. Okay. It's Before I Fall um, by Lauren Oliver. And it's basically a social commentary on bullying. 
Like, oh. that sums it up right there. Uh, it's a group of girls who, they have their clique. They're their own crowd. They're really mean girls. But they love each Heathers. other. They are, they're something, let me tell you. Not, not that there's anything wrong with Heathers, but I, the movie Heathers. From the movie. Yes. Yeah. I yes. love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're the movie mean girls. Like, you know, they have, they are literally, like, best friends to the point where they're sisters. Mm-hmm. And they have each other's back no matter what. But when it comes to other women or really, I mean, just anybody in general, they will tear them down with their words to the point where I wanted to burn the book initially. I was so upset with it. Um, And I really considered calling you and saying, I don't know if I can do this this week because (laughs) this book is upsetting me. (laughs) Um, I hate it. I'm not going to finish it. I really hated it. Like, I mean, I could read you an example. This thing was, I, I am a big, um, I, I don't know. I went to a high school where we had a big special education department Mm -hmm. and you just didn't mess with that department. They were your best friends. You Mm -hmm. supported them in everything they did. And this book said the most offensive line I have ever read in my life. Now you're going to have to share the line. Do you have it marked? Yeah, I do. Um, so she says, uh, the special ed kids sit all the way down at the table closest to the classrooms and then they're the Freshman tables, then the sophomore tables, then the junior tables. The senior section is at the very head of the cafeteria. It's an octagon lined completely with windows. Okay, so it only looks out over the parking lot, but it's still better than getting a straight view of the short bus brigade dribbling their applesauce. No offense. She says no offense? No offense, yes. And I, at that point, I was like, oh God, I am 35 pages in. Can I do this? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? That yeah, that's not very nice. I like my face. Like you know when you your face get gets red, you yeah. can typically yeah. feel the heat rising. Uh-huh. Oh mm-hmm. man, I was ready to throw it. I was. She, she, Lauren Oliver just hit your button with that. Yes, she? and yeah. it's really sad because all of these things that these girls said to people or about people in their heads, you know, people think these things. And yeah, sometimes typically really... say them. Yeah. yeah. Um, like there's no filter. Um, so that was really, really hard for me. But the book is basically about these girls. They go through one day. It's Cupid's Day. So I'm pretty sure it's Valentine's Day. I think it's February 12th, actually. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, there's a party. They leave the party and it ends in a car accident. It says that in the prologue. Done and done. And I'm like, oh, well, great. There's a story. Why did I? <laughs> it's like you paid me for a job and then now I have to work. It's like, I don't want to do that. But uh, <laughs> so I ended up reading it. And as you go along, like this girl realizes because she's been in this car accident and then she keeps waking up and repeating this day. It's mm-hmm. a groundhog day kind of thing, Ew. kind of aspect. But she's one of the mean girls. She is one of the mean girls. Oh. She's not. She's definitely not the leader. She's not the alpha I don't even think you consider her the beta. Like, she's just there. She's trying to fit in and not be, you know, subject to the bullying. But then she's grown kind of close to these girls. Um, So every day that she relives things, she kind of goes through phases. The first phase is anger and confusion. Then she goes through this defiance phase where she's like, okay, since I'm living the day over and over again, let's see what buttons I can push. Um, And then finally she comes to acceptance and realizes what she needs to do to get it to all stop. But, man, I was just like, okay, so I'm not going to find out anything new about this book. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, I know what happens in the end, but I'm pleasantly surprised as to the details that they throw in. And you, like, your eyes get opened. You're like, what in the world? Like, I didn't see that coming. And it's just, it's actually really good. 
Well, you know, I have an, a confession to make. It, this was on one of the lists. And you know mm-hmm. how I am about the list. So, of course, I did try to read it. But I, unlike you, mm-hmm. gave up immediately. Oh, man. I, I wanted <laughs> to I'm like, so oh, badly. I'm not going to go there. It, but I think it had more to do with the fact that I knew what was, I already knew it was going to happen. I don't like that. I don't like to have you that don't. information right away because yeah. it, you almost feel like, okay, well, it's like the, the movie Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know they survive, right? Right. So the whole idea of sitting in a movie theater for two hours watching a movie about a bunch of guys who almost die, but yet we know they live. I'm like, that's but it's a about completely pointless But it's about the journey and what they have to do to actually stay alive and not actually <laughs> the end. Sometimes it's about the relationship and the journey and not just the end result. Yeah, and obviously. This, sure. That, yeah. that this sounds book, like it was the case with this, right? It yeah. really is good. It actually sounds a little bit like China Dolls. Because those were mean girls, and the whole stories about their relationship with each other and how they treat other people. I mean, there's not really, I, I, there is some things that happen throughout the book that you're like, oh my God, but there's not actually a, it's not something that, you know, happens mm-hmm. at the end. And it's not like a murder where you find out who the murderer is at right, the end. Right, right, right. I mean, because the end of it is just, you know, one of the girls going home. That's yeah, it. There's not I a mean, climax at the end right, of that book. But yeah. it's about their relationship with each other and them being mean to each other. That that book was one mm-hmm. that I was that it got my temperature up when I read it. No, for sure. And what's really awesome about this book is in the middle of it where they're doing the whole defiance stage. She's like, you know, I know how I'm going to die, so I'm just not gonna do that. And so she finds ways to change the final result. But that doesn't, you know, stop that time loop. So she understands, okay, so I still haven't completed what I need to complete to get out of this, like, limbo, so to speak. Ah. And so you kind of get differentiations, kind of. Um, But, no, it's really good. But I think this is a book that high schoolers should read. (laughs) Just because kids need to understand that their words seriously cut deep. Mm. Um, So you would recommend that for, say, for example, that one of us had a teenage girl. Which we don't. We have teenage boys, though. So, no, you know, even a teenage boy, because teenage boys still, you know, have those clicks, and they still kind yeah, of, you know, they don't poke read. Fun at <laughs> our our true. boys that don't is hard. read like that. Yeah, they're not going to read a book like that. Now, if you if you put it in the premise of some kind of sport, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or no. my son, fantasy football. If you could make it fantasy football. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> bullying with fantasy football. Maybe you should write a book, Fonny. Oh, yeah, and you, you could go. make the bullying be their fantasy football names that they're, you know, poking fun at others. <gasps> there you go. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, this book, people, it's just, it's one of those things, these, what these girls say, I know it happens in high schools. And the- Shoot, more than just high school, it happens in- It happens in workplace, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. It and does. the girl, the, the main girl that's being bullied, because there's multiple throughout the school day but the main girl she is you know she just lets it happen she takes it all in she um holds it all in and then just finally kind of combusts like she can't hold it anymore the girl who's been bullied yes Uh. yes and so it's it's basically the main girl sam trying to figure out how to fix this relationship with the girl that's being bullied so heavily Yeah, it's a really good book. I do suggest it. And it's one of those things you just have to get past page probably 70. <laughs> and how many times have we uh, 
applied that same principle to books like Girl on the Train. I liked trying Girl. to get I liked Did you Girl see? Oh man, I hated the movie. Oh, did you see I, it? I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, we watched saw, the movie. We saw the movie. Did you mm-hmm. see how they tried to make it like a comedy here and there? And that just threw me. I couldn't. Yeah. It I, was so disorienting. It, it, the movie definitely did not give the book justice, I no. don't think. Well, but but the at the same time, at least it didn't go through. I like how they ended up getting across the same message of Rachel and the way she was such a lush and such a downer. Without spending the full one third of the beginning of the book on it, I love that book because she wanted you to hate the main character. True, she yeah. did, even and, though and there was a good reason why. You're hating her yes. and fighting for her at the same time, mm-hmm. the entire story, and she did that on purpose, and it worked. Like, yeah, but I, I that's freaking why I like hated it. it. I know. Seeing... But th- like, think about that. Like, I know. she did that on purpose. I know she did. After <laughs> seeing that movie, though, I could see the book being. So confusing. It wasn't. It, it wasn't it confusing wasn't. at all. Actually, mm-hmm. once you get past the first beginning of it, it was absolutely riveting. And there was a good reason why everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Once you got past that first section. I didn't mind the first section. Okay. It but just, you, it, it character it, builds because, yeah. I mean, she's she's an alcoholic and she pretty much is at rock bottom when the story starts. Mm-hmm. So it's very down and depressing and she has such a low self-image of herself mm-hmm. and she she uses that for an excuse to drink and then she hates herself because she's drinking and the entire it's a time vicious cycle the yeah. author is using that to make you dislike her because right. you're like just stop what you're doing if you yeah. don't like it right <laughs> so it i don't know i just think it, it, was, it just it did suck it's yeah. like you're sitting there reading about this person who you you can't find anything about well, you just this want woman to, to yeah. shake her and say, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this to yourself?" Yeah, and then she. You That's know. why I love books. You get so invested. <laughs> so, it's like you know and these we're characters. We're still talking about it all these weeks later. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're still talking about it and still bringing it up. But but that's before I fall, Lauren Oliver. Go Thank buy you it. For... It's definitely it's definitely a good read. And I am going home today and going to go watch the movie. So. Awesome. Because the movie just got released. Uh, when was that? The third? The fourth? Okay. So it's a new release. So this is very timely, Tara. Yes, Thank very you. timely. We're not always very good about um, about being right on point for the new releases and stuff, mainly because we are library readers. Mm-hmm. We read from the library, and those books are ones you have to wait in line for. Yes, for so sure. a lot of times we don't get those those new releases when they come out. No, but I see that this one is a paperback. So it is paperback. It's actually been it out was, for a while. It was only like eight dollars at Target. So it's Star. not. Yeah, it's it's not too expensive if you want to go and try it out. I wish I had nieces that were of that age that I could. Because I love to give books as gifts, and I, for a I high have school nieces, student. but I don't know if I don't know if she reads. Very much. Mm. I'd have to ask. But this is one of those, even if you don't read, is she in is she in high school? Yeah, she's I feel like I have an easier time reading books that I can relate to. Um and if she's in high school especially, this is very relatable. But if she's I hate to say this, if she is one that is bullied, this would hit a sore note. Um if mm. she's one that's just kind of like, eh, I see bullying happen. I'm not necessarily bullied. I mean, I hear things here and there. This is good. But if she is a bully, bullies need to read this. Bullies well, need I, to read this. I know that she's always been a very 
quiet. Like non-emotional. She's not a drama queen. She's like kind of wild. Oh, well. Oh, she'd love this. Go on. That's (laughs) Vanessa's daughter. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. And she's very much, you know, like, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) I think she'd really like this because, like, it's it flows. There's a hidden love story. It's not very... um, it's not the center of the story, mm-hmm. but I don't know. One of the cutest lines I have ever read in my life is in this book. And I just sat there and I, I like put the book down. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And my boyfriend's like, what are you talking about? And I had to read him three pages for him to understand the context of this. And he was like, yep, that's not me. Sorry, Taryn. <laughs> You're like, get out. He's like, I was like, well, thanks. Go to the store and get me some bonbons. Waste of my breath. <laughs> Well, thank you for that lovely review. No problem. Shall we move on? Anybody else? Who's next? When do you want me to go next? I have a very different kind of book. Okay. I know that. Unless you want to go, Nicole. You haven't been here in so long. I will give you choice. I don't care. (laughs) I can go after you. (laughs) Okay. Well, I read um, The Orphan Master's Son, which won some awards. A a Pulitzer Prize. Surprise. I'll say it right this time. Instead of Pulitzer Surprise. It's not a Pulitzer Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would have to say that I did not quite like this one as well as other prize-winning books that I've read. It's called The Orphan Master's Son by Adam Johnson. And what it is, it's about, it, it's a two-part book, and it's about two different people's lives. And the first one is about... John Doe, and he is the son of a man who runs an orphanage. And what happened was, is when his mom died, when his wife died, he would have had to send his son to an orphanage unless he ran the orphanage itself. So this was a way for him to actually be able to keep his son with him, because in North Korea, Um, men are obligated to join the military. Mm -hmm. You have to. You don't have a choice. You have to join the military or go into a specific field that the government sends you to. You don't have the freedom of choosing where you work. Okay. And he would have had to send his son to an orphanage because he couldn't have taken care of him. But he treats him like an orphan. On purpose? Right. He just treats him like one of the other boys who live there. Okay. So it's like he's not an orphan, but he is an orphan. So, and the orphans kind of get the jobs that nobody else wants. Like um, they clean the steam stacks in factories or clean up after, you know, leaks that have gone into the rivers and just horrible, horrible jobs that nobody wants to do because nobody cares about these orphans. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's how he grows up, and it's about him growing up. And he goes to work with people who go to Japan and kidnap people, which is kind of odd. And then he gets sent to on this diplomatic mission to America, and then he goes to a prison camp because the thing they were supposed to do in America it kind of fell through and they didn't mm-hmm. get the results that they wanted and just just randomly weird stuff. It didn't have much flow to it. It's like 
you know, he's an orphan and then he's kidnapping people and then he's in America and then he's here. And it's like, seriously, so it, you don't understand why it won the prize is what it comes down. Right. To, it's just kind of really like it. it. It was jumping all over the place. And I, I know that North Korea is a very, very different kind of society. Mm-hmm. And I don't know very much about North Korea, but some of the stuff was so bizarre it was ridiculous I, I was actually laughing at some of the stuff that happened that wasn't supposed that was supposed to be drama <laughs> i was like are you serious <laughs> so, so it was just kind of disappointing a little bit of a letdown it was because it didn't have enough flow and i couldn't get enough of a feel for any character to connect with anybody yeah so and that's the one person that they follow and then they follow another one called General Ga and it's like General Ga and the other character when I say Jun Do they kind of intertwine their lives intertwine some and it's like the leader tells John Do that he's General Ga so then he ta- like takes over his life including like his his family creepy and maybe that's something they do in north korea i have no clue anybody knows what they do in north korea that's very true that's very true so i it kind of made me wonder and i actually wikipedia'd north korea so i could read up a little bit on it because i don't understand a lot about north korea so i was like well i wonder if this stuff really happens or if this um author is just kind of over-exaggerating some of the stories that come out of North Korea. Yeah. And some of it sounded like it might have some kind of bearing. But then again, some of it was so ridiculous, I kind of wonder if he didn't make it up. Which, if he didn't, that's, you know, wonderful. I don't know how well he researched because I don't know that much about North Korea, but it just was not my favorite book. I mean, Which sometimes it's important, Bonnie, to that. And I'm glad that you decided to do this, even though you didn't like it, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's important for people to realize that, OK, just because this book won an award does not always mean it's going to be my favorite. And I think maybe it won an award because the subject matter was so um, forbidden because North Korea, a lot of people... Mm. They don't talk about North Korea. It's not something you hear about a lot with historical fiction and stuff. You don't hear yeah, a lot about Korea. That's very true. Well, and you can't get on the inside. Really, right. Yeah. North Korea. They don't really There's let no people way. in yeah. or out. Right. Yeah. It's very closed. Very closed community. There's yeah. another... After reading The Goldfinch, I decided to go look at other books that had won the Pulitzer Prize and other like the like other prominent uh, literary prizes because I was so in love with the goldfinch and there's one and I don't remember what it's called so I'll bring it up another time that I read and it was actually only it was less than 100 pages whoa it took me like two weeks to read because it was like it was awful like I didn't under- it was awful it was awful, <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> but I was like pages of awful there's gotta be a point to this and well, it was like just why, how did this win a Pulitzer like after reading the goldfinch which deserved like my heart and soul Right. And this mm-hmm. wins what? Yeah. So there's other I well, the same I know way, how you feel. It's the same way with movies. <laughs> um like the Academy Awards Manchester by the Sea. 
I go and try to watch. I had to turn it off after 10 minutes. It was the weirdest experience. I, I couldn't get behind his <laughs> acting. It was so strange. That's the funny thing about an award. is, And I, once again, I tried to read The Orphan Master's Son because mm-hmm. it was on one of the lists. <laughs> I do this all the time. I, I read the first chapter. And if it doesn't get me in the first chapter... I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it was so depressing that I don't I don't even think I got a chapter in because it was the very beginning of the book is where he's talking about being the father orphan. is talking to the son, basically treating him like a slave and then explaining to him that he's lucky that he's even with his father. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, I- I'm not reading this. No. It's too depressing. Yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, and I'm terrible to where if I start a book, I have to finish it. And so I'll just be miserable through the through its yeah. entirety. <laughs> I'm just like, There's been it. a few that I've I've quit reading and the only reason I finished this one is for one, I needed a book to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> I was nowhere near finishing the other two books that I have started. And plus because, you know, Martha had talked about it and it won an award and I was like, All right, well I'm just gonna stick it out. And just Gotta power through. see see where this book goes. But it's just, it was too all over the place. Yeah. I mean, when it's a fun book, like guard, like um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that's Woo-hoo! all over the place. But it's still fun because you're like, what? Yeah. It's supposed to be ridiculous. There's a difference between, like, I mean, even if you do time jumps or, like, story jumps within mm-hmm. your novel... Like, mm-hmm. there has to be organization to it. Oh, right. And it yeah. sounds like that one did not. Yeah. Well, even so your us... explanation, I was kind of confused. Like, they threw in random people. Yeah. And then just like, like you said, like, they're stealing children now? Like, what, well, what happened to well, going to were, cleaning things? They were then? adults. They're stealing adults. And like, you know, but it never really says what happens to the Japanese prisoners. Oh, it's weird. See, there's no follow through. And you know how much I hate it when yeah. I don't know what happens to the people. And now one of the pr- people that they kidnap was an American who was trying to row across, over or around the world or something. I don't know. But she comes back later in the story. So you know what happens to her. Okay. But then I'm kind of like, well, what about the rest of the people that they kidnap? What happened to them? And you never find out. So there's just never holes find in the out. story. Yeah. And like I said, it's just, it's disjointed because, you know, he's, he's doing this and then he goes to language school, then he goes to America and then he goes to a prisoner's camp and then, you know, he's, and then it goes, then it kind of quits with him and goes into somebody else's story. And I I don't know. It's just, it was too, so that is definitely a low, low score on this one. What was the title and artist of this again for us? It was The Orphan Master's Son by Adam Johnson. And you know, somebody else might absolutely love this. Well, I kind of thought maybe you'd like it. Because I do like the Because th- that's what happens with stuff. us, t- typically, is, <laughs> is if I don't like something, somebody else is going to like it. Because I don't have any patience for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. If it doesn't catch me right away, okay, I'm done. Because, mm-hmm. like, what's the one book that you said that it was way too sad for you? I think I reviewed it, and I can't um, remember. And I loved it. It was, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, you guys. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, just refer to two week, two weeks ago. I yeah, but that, that happens all the time. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, 
Okay, Nicole. We need okay. a, a good book now. Welcome back, by the way. We missed you last week. We did Thank miss you. you. Okay, so this is, and apparently I'm the only person in this room that has read it, and I am highly disappointed in all of you. <laughs> oh, no, come on. Well, you know that I don't do self-help books very much. This is not a self-help book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, do those funny. warm feel good. It is a warm feel good. But no, there are some parts in it though that are kind of heart wrenching. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is called The Help, and it's by Catherine Stockett, and it was written in 2009. And I can guarantee you that this will be considered a classic, like 100%. So you're, so, you're just basically telling us we're going to have to read it. You have to read it. <sighs> okay. So it is about a woman who is in her 20s and she just graduates high school and she goes home and she lives in deep Mississippi in the deep south uh, and this is in the 60s. So think about the 60s in Mississippi. You've got racial segregation. Segregation. You've got like there aren't they're not slaves. I'm using fake quotation marks, but they're servants. So they're being paid very little they're living in poverty. They have nothing. Working for white people. Still being kicked around and called names. Mm-hmm. and Oh, yes. Yeah. And so this, fairly. Yeah. So this girl graduates high school and goes home. And she, uh, her parents are a prominent family in this town. Uh, they have a lot of money. And she goes and sees her. her it's, it's essentially her second mom, but it's really her nanny. Um, which is a black woman who spent her in t- like who took care of her mm-hmm. as she was growing up because if you were rich you didn't yeah, really take care did. of your own children you mm-hmm. paid somebody else to do it and so like she had she's just gone to school and there's all these like racial all the racial tension going on and she gets an idea to write a book about the racial tension and because she realizes that how bad this woman she loves with all of her heart because she just she was raised by her right it like how bad she's being treated by her own mother it's almost like after she goes away then she wakes up and is actually able to see it for what it is yeah and so and it i i think a big part of it it talks about a story uh they still had outhouses and the servants were required to use the outhouses. Well, they finally installed a toilet in a downstairs bathroom, and the nanny gets in trouble for using the toilet in the downstairs bathroom. How horrible. I know. And so, anyways, uh, so she decides to write this book, but she wants to use the stories of all these other servants from around the town that she that she's heard of or knows, but none of them want to be a part of this. Oh. And so the, the story is of her trying to convince them to be a part of this movement. And it is so, like, the entire story is amazing. Like, just think about, like, all of the tension. And then if they had found out, like, who the servants were that were talking about these things Ooh. in this novel. They would have been punished or fired, and then they would have lost I mean, they would have been fired, and there lynched. would have been a white mob There would have been yeah. a mob that could have been lynched. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah. ooh, yeah. ooh. And so this ugh. entire thing I don't like it. is just this amazing story about a woman fighting for other women. I mean. Wow. It does sound like an awesome story. Mm-hmm. I like the way you explained it. 
and it because of the way you just explained it to me, I, I actually may read it. It is, it's not horribly long. It's four hundred and forty-four pages according to Goodreads. That's um, not bad. That's not bad. My book was longer. Oh yeah, four hundred seventy. So, but no, that's not. And it took me two days to read this one. I can only she's imagine. She's fast. This girl right here, she's a fast reader. I am. I, I love was talking to, read. to her. I'm like, are you going to finish? She goes, yeah, I'm a speed reader. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that I can retain all the information I just read. But, but I know, like, if, Vani, since you love historical fiction, I think you would really like this. Maybe. I don't know. I might have to wait a little longer since I've read <laughs> to set a watchman. Because oh, that was about right. racial tension. And I, what did you think of that? I loved it and hated it at the same time. I, I had a like lot of it. people that hated it, and I was really, I it turned me off from wanting to read it. it. It's it's worth reading, but it burst your bubble of what you think about Atticus Finch. If you liked To Kill a Mockingbird. I love it. I love the, you the original movie. You will not like to set a There are a lot of parts of it that just made me angry. Very, very, very angry. Because you think of Atticus as this gentleman, this, like, wholesome man who can't I mean, do any he, wrong right and yeah. he it is explained why he, the point of view of the town is the way that it is after desegregation and everything but it also is infuriating at the same time because you just want to say wake up what are you thinking the way of people back in that time it's so hard like looking back now we're from a different era i mean especially me i'm a millennial and i just mm-hmm. can't understand how people can hate somebody for the color of their skin i don't understand well that. It, here's here's mm-hmm. the other thing it's just absolutely a mind blower you guys okay i was born in the 60s mm-hmm. so this kind of stuff was still going on when i was alive uh i was reading something the first woman who was allowed to go to school in a non-segregated school, turned 60 this year. Oh, you yeah. see, it's absolutely mm-hmm. insane that we are living in the time that we're living in and that we don't talk about it as much as we should. I know, it's like taboo. And the women's movement as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about this in the news recently. Right, I was in grade school and junior high school when these movements were happening, mm-hmm. when, they, when it was finally legal for women to do the things that men do. Yeah, and I think, I think in another sixty years, it's gonna be like these. We're not gonna have these issues anymore if we keep fighting for them. But it, like, I don't, I don't have a good example right this second. But we've gotten to the point where the first woman allowed, like African American woman who went to a non segregated school, is sixty. But so that. That's how long it's been since we've like integrated everything. Right. Like my age group, I don't. I'm not prejudiced. Like I right. don't see somebody's skin color, and so I think when I have kids, it's going to continue on. Oh yeah, that they're so. so you're a product of where you're raised. Well, yeah. the Deep South still has a lot of that going mm-hmm. on, and uh, unfortunately, it becomes a generation to generation. Yeah, I think so long as parents keep teaching, um their kids not to hate so yeah. long as they teach them to be accepting of everyone no matter what their and gender the, their race or their sexual preference then eventually then everyone's going to accept each other for what they are and there's not going to be any 
And you can see it through the generation, just even in, in our town. With going back to the segregation due to skin color, in the Deep South, because people were segregated and had to go to certain schools, um, black people had to go to separate schools, their families moved to that area. So there's technically still some segregated areas just because they don't have the money yeah. to get out. Yeah. yeah. Like That's it's very true. still very just black oriented and people... I mean, it's just the norm, unfortunately, like we need to bust out of that. I just don't understand. I think that it will happen. And I think a lot of it is people standing up and saying, we're not doing that again. Yeah. From from my standpoint, with all of the recent political issues that we've run across, there was a lot of hate and a lot of nastiness with this last election. And there were way more people that stood up and said, oh, no, you don't. We don't behave that way in our house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we keep doing it, we keep standing up and do not allow that to happen, then I think we'll be all right. We'll be all right. But going back to the help, um, have you seen the movie? I did. I loved the movie. Uh, they did a very good job of following the book. Okay, that's what, what, what my question was. Because I've seen the movie. I haven't read the book. But mm-hmm. is there still parts of the book that are left out but that are really good points? Um, There are. Like... They kind of go more into the characters. I think there's actually a couple of characters that the movie kind of leaves out just because of time. Time. Um, and they tried to include the most important and obviously the most entertaining parts of it. Um, but like truly, I think if, one, if you love historical fiction, uh, if you love. And it's really not that. That's a funny thing. You're saying historical fiction, but dude. <laughs> I was alive during that time. Yeah, and if well, you think the first woman that went to a se- like non segregated school, she's sixty. That's not long ago, guys. I know exactly. Sixty's not, not old. <laughs> but well, I'm not saying it's old. I'm yeah, not, no, but no, it's still what I'm considered is historical. That, that like, I don't know that it really quite falls into historical fiction because well, it's something from the past that had a it's historical. such a recent past. You know I what know, I'm saying? But it's st- it's still history. Yeah. Yesterday's well, history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, right. and then like. If you love writing, reading anything about like people, like breaking the norm and kind of fighting for See, what they want, then you'll like now, it. Now that's the reason I would read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's called "The Help" by Catherine Stockett. Awesome. On the list. Gonna tick it off the list. Gonna put it on my on and my that would be uh, easy library wish list. What's that? That would be easy to rent from the library. It's been out for a hot minute. Exactly. That's what I like about stuff like that. Is that. I'm going to be able to get on that list. All right. So so should we go for something completely frivolous in the opposite direction from everything you guys just talked about? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> I love oh, it. that sounds like you. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, I read like four time travel books in a row, but this one is a brand new book. It's called All Our Wrong Todays by Elon Mastry. I probably said his name wrong, but sorry about that, buddy. Excellent book. Really liked it. It starts out where this young man is at his house. His dad's this really super famous physicist dude who creates a time machine. And in this time period, his mother has since died. She died when she was sitting out in the garden and a flying car came by and smack got her 
Well, there are flying cars in his time period. Okay. Uh, moving side, all kinds of really amazing technical advances are available to their fi- at their fingertips. It's just a really cool time period. And this guy, he's kind of a loser, actually. Um, his dad is such a famous guy that he's just really always trying to, he just can't quite fit in anywhere. Okay, his dad can't really give him anything to do because he's not quite smart enough mm-hmm. for his dad's liking. And of course, his mother has since died. Well, this whole group of, I, I can't remember what they call them. Um, they're not astronauts, obviously. They're technonauts or something like that because they're going to go back in time. So they're training for this mission to go in the time machine. Well, the main girl who is the lead, she is the main person that's going to go back in time. And she's been training for this her whole life. She had recently been an astronaut, but had some difficulties with that and ended up not being able to do it. So then she signed on for this project. And she's really smart and pretty socially inept, really. She just has no interest in anything except for her mission. Well, of course, our hero thinks she's the bee's knees, and he is constantly trying to get her to pay attention to him, and he's always hanging around because he's the boss's son, so they make him the backup for her. Well, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens, but it's, well, I guess I kind of could. No, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens, but... (laughs) It's his fault that she ends up not being able to go. He does something. On purpose? No. Okay. Totally by, totally quirk of fate. So then he ends up trying to prove himself by hopping in the time machine and going back in time. Well, the way this time machine works, it's completely different from the way previous time machine novels I have read. In that... You can't go back in time just by picking a date. Mm -hmm. You have to pick an existing moment in time and space where you know where that place is. And the place that they pick is a date and time when an inventor turns on an invention that makes all electricity free. And... They teach about it in the schools. You know, there are 12 witnesses or 16 witnesses or whatever of this momentous event when this engine was turned on and it provides free power. So obviously it's a super important time. Well, that's when they send him back to. Mm -hmm. Well, needless to say, things go awry. (laughs) And he ends up inadvertently changing things. It's an excellent book for a couple of different reasons. The, the reason that I liked it the most is because of all of the cool inventions. Mm-hmm. It was like being with James Bond's Q, you know, mm-hmm. going through all the cool um, technology and stuff. Bunch of cool technological advances were described in this book and done plausibly. Um, very enjoyable to read about it. But also your main character, the guy's such a boob. 
You know, you <laughs> you, you got to root for him. And it, it doesn't end exactly like you think it will, which is also kind of nice to, to get that extra little boost. I always prefer it when I can't figure it out. And um, I don't know. I would highly recommend it. I think that it was uh, unusual enough to be almost in a category by itself. It was very different. Well, it sounds really good, and I really, really want to ask you what he did, but I can't. No, because (laughs) (laughs) I'm notorious for giving away too much information. And I don't want to do that because I want you to read the book because it was really good. It was an enjoyable read, and it was such a shock when it happened that this thing ended up being the thing that ruined it. I don't know. You got to read it. It was awesome. I have a question for you. Yes. When you watch movies or read books, um, do you ever get very anxious if things keep going wrong? Like, do you feel like anxiety attacks coming on? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I am totally that person. Um, And I start to, like, hyperventilate sometimes if I'm too into it. (laughs) But, like, would he, would that stress me out? That he keeps messing things up and keeps making things not work. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of it is is seriously epic fuck up on a major scale. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about, and he... Stuff just does not go right for this guy. He does oh. have issues in being able to get. And when you're, let's just say, for example, you change one thing and it changes everything. And then you have to live with that. Yeah. I mean, think about it. And you don't know that it's going to be the one thing. You find out later that's like, well. And then you get to the present and you're like, well, this isn't what I signed up for. What the hell is this place? Where's my flying car? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just a really, um, it has a lot of the usual quirks of time Mm -hmm. travel and all of the thought experiments that tend to go along with that. But like I said, it was different enough because of the detail of the technical stuff. That's why I liked it. And it was a really good story, too. It was called All Our Wrong Todays by Elon Mastery. Okay. So. But now I'm curious about this mess up, too. <laughs> so it's like maybe I'll like put myself through that stress, that unnecessary stress to figure well, it out. It was, it, like I said, um, when I checked it out, I did so because it was new to the library. I do that sometimes when stuff gets put up there new. I'll go, hmm, what's that? And I'll read the back, and then I'll put myself on the list, and I'll just wait for it. It comes in. I don't know anything about it. And then I read it, and if I like it, it's such a great surprise. You know, it's just like go walking into the library and picking up some unknown book and just reading about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's one of the reasons that I was so pleased when I picked that one up, because it was just so different. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. And my to-be-read list is getting closer and closer and closer to critical mass because all of those books that I have on hold, I'm one ahead of me, next in line, one ahead of me, next in line, and they're all going to come in at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Stress. Oh, my gosh. Just take the next, like, two weeks off work. Well, it is spring break Mm -hmm. in in Oklahoma beginning on Monday and kids are off school 
Which makes your life harder. No. <laughs> Not when you have an 18-year-old son. There you go. Not my problem. He goes to his room, closes his door. <laughs> if he wants money, he has to come home and do work. Nice. So he will come home. <laughs> um, what about you guys? You got anything coming up? Got anything in the pipe? I do want to read one book. And I honestly can't remember the full name, but it's a it's a suspense thriller. Okay. I want to say it's like... In the Dark Woods or... Oh, I've read that. Is it great? It was excellent. Oh my gosh, I want to read it. I bought it for... It was, I read it in like a day. I bought it for somebody and then I read the back of it and I was like, oh, do I really want to give this to them? In the Dark Woods. And it's not big. It's like maybe 200 pages. Like it's it's a pretty reasonably sized book. And yes. with me, sus- suspense thrillers, like I go through them and... oh. Three hours. Those are four my hours. Favorite. It was NPR's best book of 2015. Oh, stop it. Yes, I it. It was a shelf awareness best book of, of 2015. Um, and it's soon to be a major motion picture, so you're on oh, the right track. man. I, I actually bought it. that and, and gave it to the library right after I read it. Okay. Yeah. See, and then it's I one like of those. To, I'm one of those where I like to buy books just to set them in my bookshelf. <laughs> um, I like to display... <laughs> My achievements in reading. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to go get it. It's 20% off at Target right now. So There you go. In, it's called In a Dark, Dark Wood. In a Dark, Dark Wood. That's it. Yeah. Yes. It's one of those ones where it has so many twists and turns that you you feel like you need a massage afterwards. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. One's really books that twisty. keep me guessing. This is what um, Before I Fall did. It didn't uh, end the way you the prologue tells you. Like, you are just completely caught off guard, and details get thrown in randomly, and you're like, oh my gosh, whoa. Like, I, you have to go back and reread the sentence because you, like, didn't realize that that was coming your way. So, oh, yeah, I'm going to read that. Awesome. Well, maybe we can have you back on after you've read it. Perfect. And what about you, Nicole? Got anything coming up? Well, I was going to tell you, but apparently I need to, like, fix my Kindle app. Because it's, is, it's actually been like this for a little while. So here's another technical difficulty for us right here in front of our face. Nicole's mm-hmm. Kindle app is misbehaving. And, and I can't it, click on anything. Oh, you got to restart your phone. What about you, Vonnie? Anything in the line? Mm-hmm. Just, Just working, on working on it? Yeah. Well, Vonnie starts her new job. Mm-hmm. Is that a new job? What is it? I'm going back and I'm going to work in the accounting office for Joe Cooper. Oh. Okay. Doing car yeah. titles, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Cooper. Is that in UConn? Well, no. the accounting office is in North Oklahoma City. There was just way too much drama in my other job. And they, for one thing, they threw a fit when I was reading books. So then and, I told oh. them it was just music. And then they made a rule that you couldn't have headphones and just stupid crap. And you were your work done. If, well, as long yeah, as you get I your was. work done, I don't think it's any of their business what you're listening to. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So when they took away the headphones, then I just brought a regular book and started taking the breaks that I was supposed to take anyways and just started reading on my breaks. So, Good grief. But still. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations on your new job. Thanks. Sure. And um, next week we will be back with more titillating titles. Come on, help me Good out alliteration. here, girls. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go, guys, because that's pretty much how we've been doing this. Our whole lives, yes. <laughs> Fly by the seat of your pants. I have a very developed set of wings on the seat of my pants. Oh. <laughs> Would That's you like to, to see know. them? Oh. <laughs> Woohoo. Flash. No. <laughs> you might want to disconnect the camera first. 
Oh, shoot, I forgot about that dang thing up there. All right, everybody. I guess that's going to do it for... Three Book Girls! Woo! I got to add to it. (laughs) 